0: Yesterday, we looked at God's merciful response to Cain following Cain's murder of his brother Abel. Today, we continue with Cain's response to God's punishment. Verse 13, chapter 4. Cain said to the Lord, My punishment is more than I can bear. Today, you are driving me from the land, and I will be hidden from your presence. I will be a restless wanderer on the earth, and whoever finds me will kill me. But the Lord said to him, Not so. If anyone kills Cain, he will suffer vengeance seven times over. Then the Lord put a mark on Cain so that no one who found him would kill him. So I noted uh, that God is merciful even with the unrepentant. When uh, Cain complains that his uh, punishment is too harsh, God marks him in some way. We have no idea how. Uh, but uh, the mark is for Cain's protection. And what we're going to see, and what we see really in capital letters as the Bible unfolds, is God's concern for justice is matched by, only by his care for the sinner. So God's concern is that there will be justice, that all, all wrongs will be made right, uh, but that is matched by his concern and care for those who are guilty of wrong. Uh, which includes uh, you and me. And so he is going to provide provision for sinners. Uh, And he's going to do so at the expense that is to himself. So let me just note, if God is merciful to Cain, who is unrepentant, how much more merciful will he be to those who are repentant? And let me encourage you, to be repentant, to take a clear-eyed look at your own heart, your own actions, your own sin, to own them and to move forward. Verse 16, so Cain went out from the Lord's presence and lived in the land of Nod, east of Eden. So uh, East of Eden, the title of that uh, Steinbeck novel, East of Eden, meaning uh, a bad place, you don't necessarily want to go there. Um, look, the land of Nod is not a place you're going to find on a map for a variety of reasons, one of which is that it's, it's not really a land, it just means he wanders. And so what we're being told here is that he's a wanderer from this point on, lack of stability, lack of um, a home base, lack of uh, a peaceful dwelling. And the implication is that as he wanders, he gets further and further from, from God. Then in verses uh, 17 through 24, we have this account of Cain's descendants uh, along with a number of their names. I'm not going to read it in part because I can't pronounce many of these names. Uh, But we're then told that Cain builds a city. Uh, And we're told a little bit about one of Cain's descendants, um, a man named Lamech. Uh, And this is where I want to focus. So Lamech uh, marries two women. And in taking two wives he's sort of breaking creation order one man one woman together for a lifetime and begins polygamy and and this is sort of the you know the big beginning of the sexual revolution uh which will be detrimental to all involved especially to women from this point on um but the point that's stressed uh the, the point to focus on here is the very <laughs> egotistical boast that Lamech makes to his two wives, which he goes so far as to turn into a poem, and basically he says, "Look, God said uh, that he'd punish anyone who killed uh, killed Cain um, seventy times. Well, that's nothing compared to what I'll do to anybody who even scratches me, right? So God says he's going to, you know, that that if somebody harms Cain, uh, he's going to he's going to judge them seventy times. Um, nothing compared to." my vengeance my response to anybody who gets in my way so in the gospels of course jesus is famously going to overturn this by 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 moving against this you know sort of 70 times seven is a number of infinity i mean it's 490 but it's sort of understood to be the perfect number multiplied it's it's huge number and we're going to see Jesus move from um, 70 times seven acts of vengeance to 70 times seven acts of forgiveness, um, but we're also going to see um, we're going to see that that Lamech's um, bloodline is going to be uh, stopped. And it'd be easy to miss, again, because we tend to not read the genealogies. And you not only have to read them, you sort of have to pay attention to them. But what we're going to see is some genealogies. And we're going to see a pivot from the genealogy that would follow Lamech's bloodline to the genealogy that will follow uh, the other bloodline of Adam and Eve through Seth, which is eventually, ultimately, going to lead to Jesus. So there's a lot here, right, underneath the surface Keep reading. Have a good day.